7.50 now on Connect FM and your morning connection for this Wednesday. It is time to get an update on the Pittsburgh Pirates and their spring training 2023. This update is sponsored by Jim's Custom Collision. And we are uh, very happy this morning to have with us once again from the Pirates, John Wayner. John, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. Can't complain. Another beautiful day down here in Florida, although a little chilly. I think it's only going to get up to the mid-60s today. Well, don't freeze. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, going to be a nice day in uh, western Pennsylvania as well. Lots of sunshine. Not quite that warm, but uh, lots of sunshine today. John, we wanted to kind of go in the direction today as we get this uh, spring training update on the Bucks. We're just two weeks away from opening day, and uh, things should really be starting to take form if they haven't already taken form for uh, what the starting lineup should look like for the Pirates, both offensively and defensively. Could you kind of give us a kind of a snapshot of that? Yeah, I think the starting rotation, uh, unless there's an injury here late, it looks pretty cut and dried, and I don't think there was much competition as far as who was going to be in that rotation, you're going to have Mitch Keller, Rolanzi Contreras, JT Brubaker, uh, who have been here, um, well, but were here last year, in Keller's case, a few years, Brubaker as well. But uh, with the two new guys, Rich Hill, who pitched yesterday, the 43-year-old lefty who should be fun to watch, and Vince Velasquez, a, a veteran that's been around a little bit. And uh, my guess is those are the starting five. Uh, Johan uh, Oviedo, uh, I don't know if they, there's been a little bit of talk about a six-man rotation. I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen, especially early in the year when you have well, a couple of off off days in the schedule. I, you know, he, he's probably on the outside looking in right now. So that's your rotation. Um, offensively, not exactly sure what the lineup's going to look like, but if we do it by lineup instead of by position, uh, it looks like O'Neill Cruz, he's been leading off a bunch. He might be the leadoff hitter at shortstop. Brian Reynolds um, should be in left field hitting second. Um, in that third spot, I'm not exactly sure who's going to be there. I guess I should have went more by position because now I'm sitting there thinking I can't remember <laughs> who was hitting third this spring. But, uh, you know, you're going to have McCutcheon's going to be in the starting lineup and mm-hmm. he'll be in right field um, at, at, over at first base. And there, this might be our cleanup batters will be the combination of Carlos uh, Santana, the mm-hmm. veteran first baseman, and um, G-Man Choi, who, who is – was down here in Tampa last year. One of those will, one of those guys will play first base. The other will probably DH. Uh, Key Brian Hayes naturally will be at third base. At second base, I think it's going to be Rodolfo Castro. I mean, he he finished up strong last year, and he and Cruz worked pretty good together up the middle. So he'll be at second base. Would be my guess. Um, behind the plate, Austin Hedges is a lock. They, they, they brought him in. He's a veteran, uh, more of a defensive catcher than an offensive catcher, but uh, works well with the pitchers. The other outfield spot will be interesting. Uh, Jack Sawinski hit 19 home runs last year. He's been playing some in center field. Um, and um, I think that's what they're, they're, they're trying to find out. Is he a center fielder? He's played mostly in the corners. And, and uh, honestly, he's, he's had some issues out there in center field. And down here is a tough place to play with the always windy, always sunny. Um, and there, there, there's been a couple of drops because of the sun or the wind and, and, and some, you know, some routes and, 
you know, it's going to be interesting if Jack Sawinski's our opening day center fielder. Mm-hmm. Other options would be um, really Travis Swaggerty would be a long shot. I mean, coming in, he's a former first-round pick, but he's a natural center fielder. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, whether they would want to make that move and 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 have Swaggerty as as the center fielder because the defense would be better. Uh, he's a little unproven with the bat. He's dealt with injuries since uh, you know the COVID year. He didn't play much. He had a dislocated shoulder in '21 and didn't you know? And he got called up last year and played in a handful of games, but. Uh, that, that 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 would be my guess. I mean, as far as the, the starting rotation, starting nine, yeah. um, you know, that, that that's pretty much what it shakes out as I see it with everybody being healthy. And it sounds like there's a very nice balance there of youth and a couple of veteran guys that should uh, help bring things together. Yeah, I think it's important. I mean, there's there's two ways you look at this. You got a lot of young guys that are they're knocking on the door that are very very talented and and so you know before the off season additions of the veteran guys you you sit there and wonder well is this the year that they're going to be a playoff contender um, and so you know you know I think that's a long shot so do you do you want to come and you know, play your younger guys and and have them gain experience at the major league level or uh, do you try to get better now and, and bring in some veterans? And you know the veterans help more than one way. I think when you when you, when you look at a guy like Carlos Santana and and, and Andrew McCutcheon and, and and Rich Hill from the pitching side, you know those are guys with a lot of experience that have been through a lot playoff games and you know uh, had their ups and downs and, and and they can really help not only on the field but off the field as far as with their experience and 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 helping these guys. Um, you know, experience and, and how to adjust to certain things at that major league level. Um, and they're pros and they've all had great seasons in the past and they still have more to offer uh, as baseball players. I don't want people to think that, oh, we brought them in just to, 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 to you know, help out the younger guys. Mm-hmm. I, I think these guys are, you know, they know how to be professionals. They know how to have success at this, at, at the ultimate level. And so, um, you know, you, 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 you don't want to discount, you know, what that veteran presence brings to a clubhouse and onto the field. And so, um, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how things shake out throughout the year. Um, you know, the playing time, uh, as we move through it, you, you start wondering, cause these, there's guys in AAA that are going to get to the big league level and, and who are they replacing? You know, that, that, that's the one thing I wonder about. Is it just injury or, that they find that you know when they're swinging the bat well or throwing well, is it time for them to, to play at the big league levels? And who and, and whose position, whose at bats or or innings are they going to are they going to take? So, um, but yeah, it's I, it's a it's a nice little fit between the older guys. I think Ben Charrington, Derek Shelton's done a great job of kind of uh, you know uh, addressing some needs of this club. And now it's just a matter of those those guys going out there when, when the regular season starts and. And, and, you know, producing and hopefully collecting more wins. Well, John, we appreciate your analysis and that update uh, this morning. We look forward to talking to you again Friday morning. All right. Yep. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. And, yeah, we'll talk Friday. All right. Take care. John Waiter of the Pittsburgh Pirates, and that is a Pirates spring training update sponsored by Jim's Custom Collision on Connect FM question you handy in the area of auto body painting and auto body work if that's you contact jim's custom collision they need both a painter and auto body tech 
Jim's Custom Collision's a busy place, so you'll have steady employment with competitive wages. It's a good place to work with a family atmosphere. Jim's employees help one another to make sure they continue to maintain their reputation of quality bodywork. If this description fits you, contact Jim's Custom Collision in the Falls Creek Industrial Park. 